Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Spend this hour with us learning how you can protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of an extended health care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting long-term care planning options available. As a certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott will help you make sense of your options. Now here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. You know, one of the hardest things to plan for are hidden costs. And I mean that if you think of things like a vacation, if you're trying to go somewhere and then you, you get back and you add up all these little hidden costs that are there, or home projects. I mean, I think home projects is probably a big one that a lot of us have experienced. In fact, I started building an outbuilding um, two years ago. And then, you know, COVID hit, supply chain issues. I'm just now getting, I'm I'm still not finished with the building yet. I still got to get electrical and things like that run to it. But what's interesting is that the costs have gone up so much and there's all these little hidden costs. I Well, this to this, but before I can do that, I've got to do that. And then if you're going to do that, you need to do this too. So it can really, you know, be surprising when you add up, you think, oh, I'm going to spend X amount of dollars and the actual cost ended up being double that. So extended healthcare situations are the same way. And in fact, my experience has really taught me that it's nearly impossible to get a true cost of a long-term care event because the situation is often evolving and changing as you move through it. And you know what I mean by that is you might start out like my grandmother did, having someone come into your home for a few hours a day, a couple days a week. And maybe that is the schedule for three months or six months, but then pretty soon you need a fourth day and then a fifth day, and then pretty soon you need someone there every day. And so that's generally what we see in long-term care situations. It's the idea is, you know, how do we figure out what the actual costs are? Well, it's kind of difficult, especially at the beginning. And today I want to spend some time discussing hitting costs of long-term care situations. And what I mean by that is that most of us are, are, are thinking of costs just as a financial cost. We're going to touch on some of those hidden costs financially, but we're also going to talk about some of the other hidden costs, the physical and the emotional costs that often come with a long-term care situation. Now, there are a lot of websites out there. I mean, just dozens of websites that will break down the cost of care in the sense of how much does a nursing home cost in your area? How much is assisted living facilities? Um, And again, it's the average, right? So it's saying how much does a hotel cost in your area? Well, depends. Are you in the Motel 6? Are you in the Ritz-Carlton? Are you somewhere in between? But what they'll do is they'll try to give you some kind of general idea of what the actual costs are in an area so you can look at that. And they'll even break down, some of these websites will say, here's how much a home health care worker costs in your neighborhood. And you can look them up by zip code. So that information has been readily available to us for really for decades. Like Genworth is one of the big companies that put these cost of cares out. Mutual of Omaha does that. And so there's a lot of information out there that you can seek. But what these figures aren't going to measure is really the true cost of a long-term care situation because of the hidden costs. So let's start out talking about those hidden costs. And again, let's start by talking about the hidden financial costs of a long-term care situation. And without question, the number one hidden cost in a long-term care situation are taxes. And what do I mean by this? Well, when we are paying for care, so whether that's bringing in that home health care worker or we are having to move to an assisted living facility, The problem with long-term care events is they usually cost more than what our income is. That's why people think they're expensive. It's because I'm living off my $5,000 of Social Security and pension or whatever it is, but now I'm spending $10,000 a month to move into this facility. So what happens when we're paying for care, when we are self-funding financially, we're spending our assets down. And remember, assets don't pay for care. It's income. So you've got to convert that asset to income to pay for that care. So if it's a retirement account, we've got to sell that retirement account and we've got to pay the taxes on that money because that money has not been taxed to net out that dollar so that we can pay for the care. If we're selling stocks, we've got to pay the capital gains tax depending on you know how long have you had that stock. If it's a long-term tax, uh, capital gains tax, it's 20%. The same for real estate. So by far, that is the number one hidden financial cost I don't think people really think about. And I mean, I have seen people, I had a, you know, a gentleman that his parents went through well over $3 million of estate, and they're both on the Medicaid system at this point. 
they paid a lot of taxes. I mean, they flushed a lot of taxes. They flushed a lot of fees, commissions, things like that of selling property. And so you just really need to be aware of that. And here's a here's an easier way to think about the the, the taxes. If you're going to pay for a dollar of care, so you get that bill, that home health care worker comes in and they give you a bill and it's $1. How are you going to pay for that? Well, it's going to cost you $1.32 if you're using retirement accounts because that's, again, you got to sell $1.32 to pay the tax to net out a dollar. So it's going to cost you $1.32 for a dollar of care. It's going to cost you $1.25 if you're selling stocks or real estate because that's going to be the capital gains tax. You got to sell $1.25 to get a dollar. You're going to pay a dollar for that care if you're just using your cash or your savings or your you know, mattress money or the money in the coffee can in the backyard. That's it. But if you have long-term care insurance, you're going to pay 33 cents or less on average for that dollar of care. And you know that's the difference right there. It's the taxes. You know The retirement accounts are Taxed as income. People forget about that. The IRAs, all that money, you have not paid tax on that. So you've got to pay taxes on that. And then again, the capital gains taxes and stuff. So you just have to look at that. The the discount on the cost of a dollar of care, the way you pay pennies for that dollar of care, the way you get that discount is by having insurance. That's just going to help you avoid those taxes because now you have a dedicated source of money to bring in to pay for the care when you need it. And remember, long-term care insurance always comes back to you tax-free, so you don't have to worry about that affecting your income. Another hidden cost on the financial front is Medicare costs that go up. And I think this is surprising to people. There are six price points for Medicare Part B that are based on your income. Premiums can run from about $170 a month all the way up to $578 a month. I mean, that's an additional $400 is the high end. So think of a couple, that's an extra $800 a month just in Medicare costs. Now, Medicare costs are based on um, modified adjusted gross income. So you'll see a MAGI, modified adjusted gross income. What affects your modified adjusted gross income? Well, Social Security affects it. Salary pension, required minimum distribution, so money you take out of your retirement account, dividends, capital gains, the money you get when you sell stock or you sell a piece of real estate, IRA distributions, of course, that's all going to affect your modified adjusted gross income. And so as you pull more of that money out, what's happening is you're pushing your income level up. You could very well then push your social security costs up. So you could go from you know, 170 to 238 to 340 to 444 to 544 to 578 per month for your Medicare costs. And that's all just based on your income. So people forget about that. If I got to go out and sell a big chunk of real estate, you know, you might just push yourself right up into the highest level that year because it's going to push that income up. So that's something to keep in mind. Now, on that same discussion, things that don't affect your modified adjusted gross income, so places where you can get money out tax-free, there's a list of those as well, too. So permanent life insurance. So if you have a whole life insurance policy, a lot of people will set those up for the life insurance. And then as they age, they are using them as a retirement supplement because they can pull the cash value out of that. If it's done correctly, they can pull the cash value out of that without paying any tax on it. So permanent life insurance is a way to get money there. Um, Non-qualified annuity. So again, the cost basis. So if you put $100,000 into an annuity, and it goes up to $150,000. Well, that 100000 you put in, you get to pull that back out tax-free. Health savings accounts, is that's another bucket of money that you can go in and you can dip into. And you can pull that money out without paying any tax on that money. So if you're saving in a health savings account, like I have one of those, hopefully I can just continue to let that grow because I can use that later in life for a variety of things without it affecting my income if they're health-related. So that's just great. Um, Roth IRAs, that's another wonderful thing. Roth IRAs do not affect your modified adjusted gross income, so you can pull up as much money out of those as you want. Long-term care insurance, of course, tax-free, so that's not going to affect your income. So if you're getting $10,000 a month out of your long-term care policy, that is not having an effect on your modified adjusted gross income. And lastly, one of the most overlooked ways you can get money out is equity in your house through a reverse mortgage. So again, those would be ways that you could pull money out of your accounts 
and not affect, not push up yourself up into a higher tax rate. But that's not it. What a lot of people do that are self-insuring for long-term care is they're selling things like they're, they're using their IRAs, they're selling stocks, they're selling real estate, and they end up having to pay the taxes along the way. Oh, and remember, if you're lucky enough to only be paying tax on, say, 50% of your Social Security, that can get bumped up to 85% if your income goes up. And so for that bar set pretty low anyway, over 34000 for individuals and over 44000 for joint filers. But if you happen to be one of those lucky people that are living off of less than $44,000, you're going to push yourself right up to where 85% of your Social Security would be taxed. So taxes are definitely, in Medicare, those are two of the hidden costs that people, I think, just don't realize when they're thinking about, you know, what is the true cost of a long-term care situation? Now, what about financial costs to the family? Well, we're going to talk about that. I'm going to sneak in a quick break here, but I want to talk about a survey that was done by AARP when I return. So stick around. We'll be right back. New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. The issue of long-term care is so important. A lot of states like Washington are seeking to pass laws requiring payroll deductions to fund it. But the reality is the state's solution is simply a drop in the bucket that will not provide meaningful protection for you or your family. 525 Advisors can provide meaningful coverage through new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into at least $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free. And you get your money back if you never use it, just like the custom plan my wife and I got. Join Brian Ott from 525 Advisors for an upcoming free live webinar. Learn how repositioning some of your savings is a secure way to triple your money today to pay for the high cost of long-term care. Like the state, we agree long-term care is a serious issue, but don't settle for the government's flawed plan. Learn your own options. Attend an upcoming 525 Advisors free live webinar. For the schedule, go to 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back. Thanks for tuning in this week. So uh, we're talking on long-term care radio today. We're just talking a little bit about the hidden costs of long-term care events. And we're starting off by the financial costs. And so we're just talking about one of the biggest overlooked one is taxes. And in fact, I've got an ad out there that's running. This is a lot of people pay more in taxes than it would cost them to set up a long-term care policy. And what I mean by that is unnecessary taxes. Otherwise, when they're selling out stocks or they're, they're using their IRA accounts or things like that. Now, one of the things I want to just touch on, too, is the the hidden costs financially to the family members. So AARP recently reported on some of the research that they did, and here's what they found out. 75% of family caregivers spend their own money on caregiving. Now, think about this from, let's back up for a second here. If we're just looking at people that are in long-term care situations in this country today, half of them, 50%, rely 100% on family members for all of their care. Another, if you look at the total, about two-thirds of people receiving care rely on their family for at least part of their care. So again, 75% of family caregivers, that's a lot of people out there, are spending their own money on caregiving. 
The average in 2021 was about $7,242 a year, so $7,242. Now, that may not sound like a lot to you, but if you have to come up with an extra $7,000 for mom or dad, you know, that's that, that's net. You, you got to earn $10,000 to get there. Um, for someone with dementia, that cost jumped up to over $9,000. Over 75% of people 50 or older who retired early because of caregiving responsibilities would have stayed in the workforce longer if they had access to better financial support through work. So that was one of the big things they were saying. You know, basically the ability to pay for care or to get some time off, they probably would have stayed working if they were able to afford that. It would be able to afford to have somebody come in and help their loved one or they got some more paid time off. The national median cost for private home health care aid was just over $5,100 a month. Adult daycare was about $1,700 a month. And so that's a hidden cost that family members are, are, are faced with is financially. Yes, they're pitching in, they're spending some of their money, but they're also doing things like taking time off from work. They're missing those kind of things. And so they're giving up their vacation days. And so there's a lot more to these numbers than just what this study was able to put out there. Because a lot of people, you know, if I'm taking my vacation day and I'm just burning that vacation day so that I can go take care of a, a loved one, well, there's a cost to that as well, too. So let's continue on here with the discussion on on the hidden costs. And I I think as we discuss financial, I think that's an easy one for us to kind of wrap our mind around because that's what everybody's worried about. But I also want to talk about some of the other hidden costs. And and let's start off by talking about the physical cost. This is the wear and the tear that we put on caregivers, usually family members. But here are some sobering statistics on that. Half of the people in the country in long-term care rely 100% on family members. So I talked about that. Another 20%, give or take, use family members for at least part of that care. So this is affecting a lot of people. A lot of people in long-term care situations are depending on family members. So it really brings the total to about two out of three, if we're looking at it, of people that are in care situations are, you know, having their family step up and, and provide some of that care for them. Physical wear and tear and injuries, especially back injuries, have become such a big deal for caregivers that a lot of the state agencies have put rules in place requiring mechanical lifting devices to help someone transfer when they're in a facility. Now, the downside is we don't have those mechanical advices, you know, used on a regular basis for in-home care. Most people just aren't willing to go out and spend that money to do it. So what do they do? They help mom or they help dad and they sit there and they help them get up and out of bed, up and out of that chair, and they do it multiple times a day. So at home, the family member is generally the person that is doing the heavy lifting. Traditionally, we've always stereotyped this as the wife wearing herself out taking care of the husband before he passes away. But today we're seeing a lot more men being caregivers. And there's several reasons for this. Men are living longer. Women account for about two-thirds of the Alzheimer's cases in this country. And families are smaller today, so we're, we're, we're seeing fewer children. And so a lot of times they might only have one child or two child, and not everybody has a daughter. And so it's forcing more sons into those caregiving roles. But overall, again, the majority, 75% of caregivers in this country today are still women, and they are paying the price physically. Caregivers lead, um, or caregiving leads to many physical and health issues, including back and neck pain, Um, Joint discomfort and pain is a big one. Muscle fatigue and pain. Higher rates of stroke and heart attacks. Caregivers have shorter lifespans. They have lower immunity. They have higher levels of chronic conditions, things like diabetes, arthritis, ulcers. Um, Decreased engagement in preventative health behaviors like exercise. So again, when someone's a caregiver, they don't have a lot of time for themselves to feel like, hey, I'm going to go spend two hours at the gym and really get, you know, worked. They can't. They just don't have that freedom. So they start letting things like exercise go away. They have higher dependencies on painkillers and prescription drugs. And this is compared to the general public. And caregivers also have a higher use of alcohol and tobacco. So many people on both sides of this topic underestimate the ongoing physical demand of being a caregiver. You know, and I had a client one time that told me, said, look, you know, I, when they told his, his son that he had long-term care insurance, the son was, well, why'd you do that? I, I'll take care of you. 
and, and, the, and the father said, look, my, my son can't even take care of my dog for two hours. I'm not going to depend on him for caregiving. So he was kind of laughing about it, but we, you know, we had kind of a chuckle about it. But seriously, you have to understand that that stress in the, the physical and the financial stress is a real thing for caregivers out there. Now, along with this physical cost of being a caregiver, there's a huge emotional cost for caregivers in this country. Caregivers face many obstacles as they balance caregiving with other demands, including you know, raising their own kids, work, relationships. There are increased risk of stress, depression, and a variety of other health complications. I mean, I've got a, a sister-in-law that's just in one of those situations. She's been in it for over a year now, and it's just really, really a struggle for her trying to manage her life her, you know, be involved with her kids and her grandkids. And then at the same sense, oh, now she's got to be power of attorney and medical director and all this for a parent. And it's very, very difficult. And not all caregiving situations are equal. Numerous studies report that caring for a person with dementia is more stressful than caring for a person with a physical disability. And that is exactly what so many people are in today. So what we mean by that is, you know, if I've got limitations of transferring, I have a physical impairment, we can kind of work things around. If you're still cognitively there, you can still handle your finances, you can still make decisions for yourself. But when you have dementia to the point where you cannot manage your own affairs, now that's an extra level of stress that is dumped onto somebody else to dumped onto one of those caregivers. So caregivers there suffer, you know, higher rates of depression, anxiety, um, the non-caregivers, caregivers often lacked social and um, the social support. And, and, and this leads to feelings of social isolation. So again, if you're caring for a loved one, especially someone with dementia, you start to feel isolated because you don't feel you can go out and do things. Um, they also tend to give up hobbies and leisure pursuits. They often restrict time with friends and other family members. And so you have to understand that what all that does is, yes, it's physically wearing, but it's also emotionally wearing. And I think that is one of the biggest issues out there that we see, that that is one of those hidden costs that we are passing on to family members. And, folks, I will just tell you that one of the biggest blessings of having a long-term care insurance is if you have that support system, you know, like some of the carriers have concierge-level claim support. And the whole idea of that is that we can get somebody on the other end of the phone that actually understands the situation. Like I said, we were talking about some of our claims a few weeks ago. You know, we've had situations, we had one in COVID that was just so complex because nobody could go in and see her. This was when COVID was just ripping in in March of 2020 and, you know, everybody was going to die from it. And so here we had a client that needed to be assessed. Her husband had just passed away. The kids were told they couldn't go into the house to see mom. And she was in a care situation. And so being able to call and get that team of professionals that knew who to call and how to figure that situation out was just priceless. Not only for our client who ended up getting that care, it was for the children because the children were at wit's end. They just didn't know where to go. So the problem we have in this country is that these little hidden costs add up because not only is, let's say that I have money, you can, I'm going to make you power of attorney and I'm going to put you on my checking account so that you can, you can still take care of me and just write the checks out of my checking account. I've got money. You're still passing a lot of burden onto that child to manage your life, find you the care or to provide that care in the most cost efficient way and making sure that you're getting the level of care that you actually need for your journey. And this is one of the biggest issues with cognitive impairments. Those people require different services and support around them than somebody that just simply has, you know, scoliosis and cannot really transfer and bathe, but they can pretty much take care of everything else themselves. And so these are some of the issues, and and the whole point of today's show is that when we think of a long-term care situation, it's easy just to think of that if I have enough money, I don't need to worry about it. I've got $5 million estate. I should be fine. I'm not going to run out of money. That's what I hear all the time. In fact, I was just talking to an attorney this week that said the same thing. He's like, well, I've got these people, but, you know, I don't think they're going to run out of money. And I'm like, well, you know, that's not the point. You know, for some people, they say, I want to balance my last check that I ever write. But truthfully, there's just a lot more to it. And those hidden costs you are passing on to your family members are something you just need to be aware of. Hey, I've got to sneak in a quick break here for the news at the bottom of the hour, but stick around. When we come back, I'm going to introduce you to Gary and Leanne, our clients of the week. I'll be right back. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. 
providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended healthcare situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back, and thanks for uh, tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio. If you're listening to us live on the weekend or if you're on the podcast, um, I do have a couple of classes coming up. Um, again, the classes are live webinars, and so you get to interact with us and, and ask questions, and we go over quite a bit of material. And I've got them coming up here on the 13th and the 18th. So the 13th is next Saturday. That's going to be an 8 a.m. kickoff Pacific time and 9 a.m. kickoff Rocky Mountain time. And the 18th is going to be Thursday afternoon, 3 o'clock West Coast time, Pacific, and 4 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, Mountain Time. So again, the webinars are free. We just ask you to sign up, and then what happens is we're going to send you out a link that uh, you just click on, and you can watch it in your browser. You can watch it on your smartphone. You can watch it uh, on a, a, a laptop. It doesn't really matter. There's no software you have to download, but it is a live class. You get to ask me questions at the end, and we stick around for as long as we need to to answer those questions. It just gets you kind of up to speed on you know, not only what long-term care is, some of these things we talk about on the radio program, but also what your options are, traditional versus asset-based, plans that pay you back, what the government does. You're going to learn all that, and the idea is that when you're ready, then you're going to have the basics so we can just kind of get down to the nuts and bolts of seeing if we can design a plan that makes sense for you and your family. So, again, those classes are coming up. They're on our website at 525longtermcare.com. So at the bottom of the hour, um, every week we do a um, client of the week. And, again, this is just an idea to give you an idea of how we started the process with one of our, our clients and what we went through and how we ended up designing a plan and why we designed a plan the way we did for them. And this week I have Gary and Leanne. Uh, Gary is 63. Leanne is 62. They are both still working, and they have two grown children and one granddaughter so far. They're hoping for more. Um, Gary and Leanne own an estate planning law practice and were introduced to us through a client. So I had a client that I had helped. They were updating their estate plan, started going over it with their attorney, the attorney gave me a call. We ended up having a great discussion. They came to one of our classes, and they decided, yes, this is something we want to do. They were intrigued by the plan I designed for our client, and they just thought, well, I didn't even really know about these per se. Again, a lot of people, even estate planning attorneys, are still kind of wrapped up in the old long-term care policies, which are just the pay-as-you-go, the user-to-lose-it type of policies. So their concerns, this is Gary and Leanne, they both had some their clients go through some devastating long-term care situations. And Gary was just telling me, he's like, you know, for some of the estate plans, I think I'm doing such a good job planning this, making it tax efficient, making sure that the assets go where they want to the kids, when they want. And he goes through all this stuff he does and he goes, but then what happens? He goes, an extended healthcare situation, Alzheimer's, something like that comes along and it just unravels all the work that they did. Because again, guess what? Well, I'm not going to get to give you that IRA. I was going to give the house to the daughter in the IRA account to the son, but I can't do that anymore because I have to spend that IRA money down. So things like that. They just saw a lot of this. They were also you know, more concerned about the management of their care than really the cost. They had a nice size estate, but they also have seen how families get pushed through this. And someone's got to be making those decisions. And if you have multiple kids, usually it's one kid that gets put into that role or steps up or volunteers and the other kids check in and it just becomes, you know, again, one of those hidden costs for the children. Um, they didn't want to spend down their assets necessarily paying for care. I mean, and Gary's like, oh, I, I pretty much always, you know, he, and he admitted, even as an estate planning attorney, what they're looking at is they're saying, well, nursing home's $10,000 a month. It's two years is the average stay. That's $240,000. You've got $5 million, You're going to be fine. You know, and he even admitted that that's what they're looking at. But after he's learned about some of these new programs, he said, ideally, when I said, you know, what's the first asset you want to spend down and pay for care? Do you want to spend that money paying for care? Would you rather have that funded through some other source? And he says, yeah, I'd rather spend my money on something else. Um, They were aware of long-term care insurance, but again, just didn't like the user to lose it approach of the traditional plans. 
They are also not aware of some of the other benefits of the plant. See, they were really surprised, and this is something you would learn on one of our webinars about care coordination, claim support, case management, home improvement and medical equipment allowances, caregiver training for the family. There's just a lot of things that are built into some of these better plans out there today that they were really excited about and they wanted. Um, They wanted to minimize any burden on their kids. And what they meant by that is time spent trying to manage because he said that's really what they were doing in the state planning. You know, they would go through all this work, develop an estate plan, and then mom gets Alzheimer's, and then it's the kids that are calling them and starting to ask all these, trying to figure everything out because the parents didn't have long-term care insurance. Leanne also has dementia running in her family. So this was another concern that she opened up about. She said, look, you know, i, I got to be honest. We, we, we've had multiple family members go through this. Uh, could happen to me. So that's part of the reason why she was really interested in looking at a long-term care policy as well. Here's what we found out about them. They owned their law practice and, and planned on working for another five to eight years. They enjoyed what they did. They had a nice little system set up. Um, the business was set up as a, a PLLC, so a professional limited liability company, and it was taxed as a C corporation. Remember that. That's going to be very important later. Um, they were both in decent shape. Gary had some minor heart issues, and he had a stint put in, but that was over a year ago, and he hadn't had any problems since. Leanne had high blood sugar, and she's basically pre-diabetic. Um, you know, she's not taking insulin yet, but she is taking a small dose of metformin. Her A1C marker is down below 7, and she's been stable. So she was, you know, this was a good window of opportunity for him. And what I mean by that is if you have a prior heart addition issue or you're pre-diabetic and then something else pops up, that something else could be enough, maybe not by itself, that would, would, would get you, you uh, declined. But with one of these pre-existing issues, it certainly could. So that's why we were looking at that. Um <clears throat> They own their home and they plan on staying there. Both of uh, both of their kids live close by, so that was something that was important to them. They said, "Yeah, we'd like to stay in our community for as long as we can." They had retirement accounts, they had cash savings. They were planning on selling the business to some employees, and we're in the process of working that out. So they thought that would be an additional income stream as well, too. But they just weren't sure what that was going to be or how that was going to look because they hadn't finalized anything yet. Uh, Gary did have a life insurance policy in force, a permanent life insurance policy. And so overall, Gary and Leanne were in fine financial shape. Again, this is somebody that would not technically run out of assets if they ran into an average long-term care claim. If each of them were on claim for three or four years, they would not run out of assets. They were looking at this through a different lens now, trying to protect their estate and not spend their estate down on health care costs. Here's what they wanted from their long-term care plan. You know, again, number one, a dedicated source of income to help offset any additional costs that they might incur. They wanted that money that they put into their plan to be paid back to their estate. They loved that idea. You know, Gary said, I have no problem repositioning assets if I can get those back, if they will do, you know, just what the insurance is supposed to do, which is to save all the other assets. He goes, it's well worth it for me, especially if I can get that money back. Um, Gary was really worried about uh, you know the, the the quality of the company, which I thought was really impressive because most people, and I say most, they literally most people don't really think about that. They think, well, I have long-term care insurance. Well, the insurance and the way that company treats you is only important when you go on claim. And so what we always try to share with our clients is that here's the difference. You want the sack full of money when you go on claim? Here's the sack full of money company. If you want that 800 number that's going to assign somebody to you and you have the quote-unquote travel guide, right, the concierge claim service that's going to help you and your family, well, that's these companies. And so he really wanted that. He wanted a, a company that was really going to be there for him if they were on claim because that's why he was getting it. So I was really impressed that he even asked me about that. They liked the idea of unlimited benefits. Again, Leanne was scared about a cognitive situation. Um, they did not want payments in retirement. That was just kind of a sticking point for them. Like, look, I do not want to be carrying payments. You know, we sell our business. I'd just like to have the payments gone. I'd, I want to get something set up and funded before we retire. And they wanted them a plan that um, they wanted a plan that would allow them to bring care into their home, and that was easy to do because all of the plans are going to allow you to do that. So here's what we did for them. Right out of the gate, we walked away from the traditional pay-as-you-go plans because, again, that's just use it or lose it insurance. There's nothing going to be paid back. You just have to be willing to write that check until you go on claim. And if you never go on claim, that money's just gone. Asset-based plans are going to be the ones that are going to pay you back and they're going to give us different funding options. So that's kind of what we looked at. Um, 
I wanted to talk, you know, first off, let me back up here for a second. Before we get to the nuts and bolts of the plan that we designed for him, I want to talk to you about how we actually funded this plan first, because this is what led us to the, through the design process and why we designed this plan the way we did. Number one, their business was taxed as a C corporation. This is so key when I see this. It's like ding, 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 ding. What I mean by that is that C corporations are not subject to the IRS table limits for deductions on long-term care insurance. So a regular S corporation business, you're going to be deducting, you know, if you're you're 50 to 60, you can deduct about $4,500 a year for long-term care insurance premiums. If you're a C corporation, it can be 45000 It doesn't matter. They, they can write off those premiums. So they were structured as a C corporation. So that was one of the first things that caught my eye. Number two thing that caught my eye, Gary had a permanent life insurance. Permanent life insurance policies have usually a surrender value or a cash value. That's the money that you would get if you just called up the company and said, I'm out. I don't want to pay premiums anymore. I want to cancel my plan. They're going to give you money back. That's that cash value or the surrender value. Okay. This is often a requirement for people when they start businesses. And this is what Gary did when he started his estate planning firm. He went and got a loan from the bank. The bank said, hey, you know, we'd like you to have some life insurance. He did some life insurance, used that as collateral. So if Gary goes out and gets hit by the bus and is gone, the bank, they have a way to get that loan paid off. That's what they use those for. So we see that all the time with dentists and doctors and attorneys and small business owners. They have life insurance on themselves that they maybe took out years ago when they were borrowing money to get their business up and running. Um, They had no outstanding loans today. Their house was paid for. Their kids were grown and independent. And the reason why they kept this life insurance policy, quite frankly, was you know, they, they had a death benefit around 239000 had been paying into this over the years and thought, well, I, I've, I've got it. It's not that big of a deal for me. I'm just going to continue to make that payment. The payment was around $4,200 a year, and they had about $131,000 of surrender value. So that means if he dies, he gets 239000 If he just cancels his policy, he'd get $131,000 back. But here's the kicker for this. He's only paid $105,000 in premiums. And so what that means is that over all these years, he's put in $105,000, but yet if he cancels the policy, $131,000 would be paid back to him. Well, if he does that, at $26,000 difference, that's the gain in the policy. He's paid one hundred and five dollars in premiums. It's worth $131,000. He would have to pay tax on that gain if he just went in and surrendered it. So when I saw this policy, the light bulb went off because I said, well, you know, one thing we want to really look at is the advantages that the Pension Protection Act gave us through a 1035 exchange. And I explained how that worked and what the program was about. We actually talked about that on the air last week. And so Gary was, you know, gung-ho on this because I said, look, since you're taxed as a C corporation, we can also structure a plan where I can deduct some of the premiums. I can pay some of the premiums through a 1035 exchange with your life insurance. And net net effect for you, you're going to have max tax deductions, you're going to get the tax benefits of the 1035 exchange, and it's just going to be a win-win for you because I can still keep some life insurance in force for you. And so here's what we did. We made a single deposit of $178,000 into his plan. $131,000 of that money was from his existing life insurance. So he didn't come up with that. All we did is we called their insurance company and said, we want a 1035 exchange that into this new long-term care policy that also has some life insurance attached to it. The other $47,000, so he put one seventy-eight in, one thirty-one came from the, the 1035 exchange of life insurance, $47,000 came out of his business account because that was considered pure risk long-term care insurance by the IRS. We can deduct 100% of that. He could have paid for that out of his savings. It didn't matter. But I said, look, if you've got the cash flow and you've got the money in the business, write a check out of the business for that. That's a tax deduction. So that's what he did. Now, starting next year in year two, he's going to make four more annual payments for $21,000 a year. So he'll put another $84,000 into this, again, paid directly out of the business. So Gary and Leanne are going to have a total of $265,000 deposited into this plan at the end of five years, of which $131,000 came through a 1035 exchange or his existing life insurance, and $134,000 was paid by the business. 
and that is the deductible expense for the business. So think about the discount that he just got on that. I mean, he just got a a, a 30%, 33% discount on that $134,000 because he was able to write that off out of the business. Now let's talk about what they got for it. They each get a lifetime long-term care benefit of $103,000 a year. So about a little over $8,500 per month for life. So if they were both on claim, they would be pulling out $206,000 a year for an unlimited amount of time. And if you just look at the average claim, what if they both ended up on an average claim of four years? Well, that's $800,000 they would get to pull out of this plan tax-free. But it doesn't stop there. It's unlimited. It means that, that Leanne could be on claim for 10 years and Gary could be on claim for 15 years. They're never going to run out of that long-term care benefit. If they don't use their plan, $286,000 is going to be returned to the estate. Now, remember, they're going to put a total of two sixty-five into it. They don't use it. They're guaranteed to get two eighty-five back, so they'll get all their money back. What if they only use $100,000 of long-term care? Well, that two eighty-five that's returned or two eighty-six that is paid back to the estate, they're just going to take minus whatever they paid in long-term care and pay the difference. So it could be either tax-free death benefit back to the estate because this is life insurance, or it could be long-term care for unlimited amount of time, or that 286 could be comprised of a combination. So they used $100,000 of long-term care, that the 186,000 would be a death benefit paid back to the estate. So regardless of what happens, they will get more money back out of that policy than they put into the policy and they have unlimited lifetime benefit. Now, they also get $17,000 for home improvement, they get $17,000 for caregiver training, they got a zero day elimination period, they have coverage in all 50 states and Canada, they have the concierge claim support. It's just a wonderful program, and look what it did for them. It gave them the unlimited lifetime tax-free long-term care benefit. They get more money back than they put into their plan, regardless of what happens. They've also gotten rid of a $4,200 annual payment into the life insurance. Because remember, Gary was still writing that check for $4,200 to keep that permanent life insurance policy in force. And I got to just tell you, when we got all said and done with this, Gary was just tickled pink. I mean, he just really was because they took assets that they already had. They took them out of one pocket. They put them into another pocket. They're going to get maximum tax deduction out of the business. They're going to get more money back. And when you think about it, that 130 that they're paying out of the business, that if he had to pay that himself, he would have to earn 200000 to net that one thirty. So that's $70,000 he saved there in his mind. And he's right and the benefits still come back tax-free to them. That's what's just great. So I've got to come up for air. I always get excited on these client of the week. So uh, give me a few minutes. We're going to take our final break, and when we come back, uh, we'll wrap everything up. I'll be right back. Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. You've heard me say Brian Ott with 525 Advisors is the best in the country when it comes to long-term care planning. And it's not just me saying that. Recently, Brian was recognized as the top advisor in the country for long-term care plans with lifetime benefits. That's the same type of plan my wife and I have. Well, this is the fifth year in a row he's received this award. That's truly amazing. But when I asked Brian about it, he said he couldn't do it without you, my listeners, because you get it. Yeah, you're a bit smarter than the average person. I know that. Long-term care planning is about protecting the people you care about, and government is not going to do that for you. My wife and I put a plan in place with Brian. We have the comfort of knowing that our care will be funded and managed in a time of need, taking that burden off our girls. And if we get lucky and don't need it, our plan will pay our estate back. I know it sounds too good to be true, but it's not. Get the peace of mind knowing your family's protected. Contact my friends at 525 Advisors and work with the best. They'll take time to design a custom plan just for you. Find out more at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Do you know that 7 out of 10 people past the age of 65 need at some point some sort of long-term care? That's 70%. Now, many of us think it could never happen to us or somebody else is going to be there to take care of us, but the facts are clear. Most of us will need to pay for help in the future. And not only is that help expensive, but it puts a burden on family members as well. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, start today with 525 Advisors. Recent changes to the Pension Protection Act have made new programs more advantageous than ever. 
How would you like to get your premiums back if you never use your long-term care insurance? Well, you can. How would you like to leverage some of your savings for increased coverage using tax-free dollars? Now you can. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. Protect yourself and your family members from the high cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. All right, and welcome back. Thanks for sticking around with us. Um, You know, if this is your first time stumbling across long-term care radio, I know we always get some new listeners. We have a bunch of our podcasts available on our website as well, and that's at uh, 525longtermcare.com. You can also sign up for one of our classes. Again, we have classes coming up on the 13th of August, which is Saturday, and the 18th of August. The Saturday is in a morning. The Thursday afternoon, the 18th, is an afternoon class. And all the details are there on our website at 525longtermcare.com. just takes you a quick second to sign up for that. And we have a lot of information on our website, lots of resources. We have examples. We have a blog. You kind of can pick through it, and that's really the idea. Just, you know, at your pace, the idea is we're just a firm believer here at 525 Advisors that you need to start with education. That's why we do the radio, the podcast, the shows, the webinars. Let's learn about what these options are. We're not going to try to sell you anything. And you can go and read our reviews. I really uh, encourage you to do that. If you go down, we're trying to update a link right now that is missing on our website. But if you scroll down to the bottom and just click Reviews, We've got over 100 um, reviews that are all been verified. These are all verified clients of ours. And so you can see what other people are saying and kind of how we work. And that's important to us. We just want to make sure that, you know, we're coming to you. We're going to be open and honest, educate you. And when you're ready, we'll sit down, we'll have that discussion, and we'll see if we can design something that makes sense for you and get you that coverage that you're looking for. Today's, um, you know, Today's program, I was I was really kind of struggling putting this together because I could have just gone on for hours on this. And again, we were talking about the hidden costs of a long-term care situation. And I still think the number one mistake that people make out there when they think of long-term care is they simply view it as a money issue, meaning that if I work hard and I save up enough money, I don't need to worry about long-term care planning. I don't need to worry about long-term care insurance. So it's almost become this negative thing, like a matter of pride, like I don't need long-term care insurance because I have enough money. It's kind of what reverse mortgages are doing. I was talking about that. You know, in fact, and, and the funny thing is they actually made some changes to reverse mortgages because there are too many wealthy people getting some really good tax advantages out of using these reverse mortgages. And so they start kind of limiting that. So you just have to be open-minded, and that's why we, why we do this class. Don't let somebody tell you that you don't need long-term care insurance because you got $5 million. I don't care if that's your financial advisor. I don't care if it's your attorney. I don't care who it is. Learn about these new programs because the program that I have myself personally, I you know, it, it's one of the best things I've done. I don't sit there and look at it and say, oh, I could get a better return in the stock market somewhere else. I look at it as saying I've got a dedicated source of money to pay for the care when I need it. I've got a dedicated team of professionals to help me and help with the decision-making so my kids don't have to try to figure that out. And that is worth a lot because now I know the rest of the money that I have and that I save in my retirement accounts and all those things. I, I, I can feel more comfortable doing things, paying for my kids' college, doing all those kind of things. And that's really what a good plan does. And I will tell you, one of the the the, the issues I think people struggle with here is they think I've got to have this magic number of long-term care insurance. And that's just not true. In fact, one of the dumbest comments I've ever heard, it was on the radio from an attorney who said, if you don't have enough long-term care insurance to pay for the full cost of a nursing home, then what's the point? You know, why bother? And I did, I tell you, I snorted my, my, my water out my nose. I was like, that is one of the stupidest things I've heard. If you're going to spend $10,000 a month on a nursing home and you have long-term care insurance that pays five, guess what? You're getting a 50% discount on the cost of that care. So it's going to protect your assets longer. So my point is you have to be more, you know, you have to be aware of what people say out there. We have no idea what the finite number is that we're going to need for long-term care. Best thing we can do is we can look out there and say, well, 
I'd like to have 6000 a month or 8000 or 10000 You're going to figure that out. But remember, if you stay healthy, you can always add more coverage down there. The idea is to get something in place that will give you at least some kind of discount and give you access to those professionals and help keep you in control of your care options. That's really what it does. So you've burned another week with me. I really appreciate your interest. Again, a couple classes coming up here, one next Saturday. You can learn more at 525longtermcare.com. Sign up. Um, we've got newsletters and things like that you can sign up for as well, too. So again, 525longtermcare.com. I'm going to get to work and put another show together. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com. The issue of long-term care is so important. A lot of states like Washington are seeking to pass laws requiring payroll deductions to fund it. But the reality is the state's solution is simply a drop in the bucket that will not provide meaningful protection for you or your family. 525 Advisors can provide meaningful coverage through new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into at least $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free. And you get your money back if you never use it, just like the custom plan my wife and I got. Join Brian Ott from 525 Advisors for an upcoming free live webinar. Learn how repositioning some of your savings is a secure way to triple your money today to pay for the high cost of long-term care. Like the state, we agree long-term care is a serious issue, but don't settle for the government's flawed plan. Learn your own options. Attend an upcoming 525 Advisors free live webinar. For the schedule, go to 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Dot com.